Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Champ Franklin here, and I want to welcome you to Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, the podcast redefining the conversation around intimacy. In the world where connections often feel superficial, we dive deep, exploring the layers of what it truly means to be intimate. This isn't just another love talk. It's a groundbreaking journey through intimacies, cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual aspects. In each episode, we peel back the layers of myths and truths, engaging with experts, sharing real-life stories, and uncovering insights that challenge everything you thought you knew about closeness and relationships. Whether you're navigating the complexities of love, seeking deeper connections, or just curious about the unspoken intricacies of human bonds, Intimate Discoveries is your guide through the maze of modern relationships. Tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. as we unravel the secrets to truly meaningful connections. Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, where every episode is a step closer to understanding the heart and soul of experiencing meaningful relationships. This is your host, Champ Franklin, and we are live. Good evening, good evening. Yes, we are live and we're on our quest today to discovering why people often get intimacy all wrong. And so as we peel back the layers, we want to see what is it that we can do? Is there anything that we're saying? Is there anything that we um, believe that we can do better in our relationships? Um, we looked at the statistics last, last time. And we saw that, um, hold on, look out, let me pause for the calls real quick because I'm going live on Facebook right now to invite individuals to come in to join the show. Um, yes, it is. Three, two, one. We are live on Facebook and Champ Franklin is coming in right here. Um, like I was saying before, um, we are looking at, 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 the, at the real root of relationships, right? We, we looked at our reasons why we have to have this discussion. Number one, no marriage is protected or exempt from divorce. Intimacy fosters communication in healthy relationships, right? The, defini the definition of intimacy varies from person to person. I can, you know, we can, we can assist in making sure that we bridge that gap, right? And individuals are missing opportunities to collect unique moments with their partners, family, friends. It's really important that we begin to, to have these conversations and being able to peel apart, peel back the onion as to how is it that we are missing out on these unique moments. Like I say, I welcome individuals to come in and share their perspectives. Share their perspectives again. What, what are some of the... the The roadblocks. What are some of the barriers to intimacy? We talked about this like on, again on our on our broadcast. Um, there are really you looked at there are multiple barriers, um, but but we looked at three in particular, right? The the first one we looked at is lack of vulnerability. When we are afraid to open up and show our true selves, we hinder the growth of genuine connections. Vulnerability is the birthplace of intimacy. 
So when we hide our fears, dreams, imperfections, we inadvertently create walls around ourselves. And so it's difficult for a man, a woman, a person, a being to be able to make a, an intimate connection with their partner, with that individual because of the lack of vulnerability on both sides. And so um, as, before we move forward, we want to make sure that we all have the same definition, right? We want to have the same definition and we looked at intimacy as we defined it, right? We define intimacy as a level of commitment, positive, effective, cognitive, and physical closeness that one experiences with a partner in a reciprocal relationship. And those of you who don't know what cognitive is, cognitive is just sharing thoughts. Cognitive is a thought. So being able to share a thought um, with a person in a reciprocal relationship is important. And again, as that person um, experience this interaction with you, it should be a positive experience. And why should it be positive? Because people enjoy positive experiences. And why be in a relationship if the interactions are not positive? Why? Why, why would you be in a relationship that is that that does not produce or able to generate and re, reinvent themselves in a positive way that is able to grow deeper and deeper, right? That the connections are, are unique and, and authentic. How do we do that? Why, how do we create those, those spaces, right? Because it's a level of commitment. And if you are at a low level of commitment, then the relationship should not be advancing to sexual intimacy, right? Because there are levels. There are levels, right? The lowest level that we discovered is cognitive intimacy, which is just exchanging thoughts and feelings one to another in the form of, of um, just sharing thoughts. Just being able to share your thought with your partner in a in a reciprocal fashion is important, right? Um, and, and you should be able to do that in a reciprocal relationship, right? So how do we how do we do that? How do we get to the point? Um, and again, the way to that is through vulnerability. Now we say the next level of intimacy is emotional intimacy. Now that you have um, successfully established a positive, effective relationship, reciprocal relationship, the, the intimate interactions can now advance or can now evolve into an emotional, intimate relationship. And so what does an emotional, intimate relationship look like? It looks like exchanging feelings with another person, which is deeply rooted in the value of self-disclosure. And so when we look at exchanging feelings, I think this is where, where, where the true disconnect or the challenges in relationship often reside. It's in this emotional 
space and why do we think that it would reside in those spaces um, where the challenges are um, simply because we are not keen or aware of the various emotions that are available to each to us um, a lot of us haven't been given permission to feel right and it's challenging that we can't have those um, experiences with the, with one another. And so we have different tools that we, we um, offer our clients. And one of the most profound one is the feelings wheel. Because that gives individuals an opportunity um, to be able to um, expand their emotional vocabulary. And it's important that we have that ability to expand our emotional vocabularies so that when we have these connections that require us to be a little bit more advanced in our relationship, in our intimate experiences, we have the tools on our tool belt to make those connections. And it's really important that we're able to do that, that we have the versatility in our emotional, um, in our emotional um, tool bag, in our emotional vocabulary, being able to expound on different emotions, different feelings, right? And how do we how do we do that? How do we start? Where do we do that? Um, and it's important. Um, so we looked at you know the first the very first level is being vulnerable. Being able to have that vulnerable connection, being able to share with your partner, right? Then the next level is um, being having that emotional, intimate experience. And so when we look at those areas, what the what do you think is the birthplace of where intimate exchanges happen? You're right, through vulnerability. And if we aren't able to be vulnerable to our partners or with our partners or with our friends, um, there are disconnects in that intimate relationship. So we got to, again, look at it because each of us are seeking love. Each of us are seeking a sense of loving and belonging as we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, We find that Individuals need, um, there are needs that individual should be fulfilled in order for you to reach your level of self-actualization, in order for your relationship to reach itself at a level of actualization where you can experience fun and excitement and joy and anything else that you want to recreate or develop in your relationship. There are some needs that need to, that has to be fulfilled before you can reach self-actualization, achieving your relationship, achieving its fullest potential, right? And so we look at the physiological needs, right? The relationship, right? You should be able to communicate on a cognitive level, just being able to exchange thoughts so that you can solidify right? Solidify the physiological needs of the relationship. 
How are we paying bills? How are we um, buying food? How are we, um, where are we living? How are we securing that, right? And then once you're able to do that, um, then that's that safety need. That safety need where individuals can be vulnerable to be able to, to have um, safety and security. They know that when I talk to you, that what we say stays here, right? Can you keep a secret? Can you keep um, your partner's heart near you? Can you do that? And and how do, what does that look like? The challenges that we have in relationships is that most of our arguments um, happen at the physiological needs, right down at the bottom, the very bottom, the very basics of the relationship, of the first need. And so because that need, we spend so much time arguing at this level, we rarely get to be confident and providing a safety need for the person we just had an argument with. And so because of that, we have these individuals where it's it's difficult for us to um, experience that. And we gotta come point, we gotta be able to, to have that connection. We have to have that, that agreement. We have to have that um, interaction, right? And so how do we do that? How do we continue in that vein? How do we do that? Um, it, it takes commitment. It takes commitment to each other, commitment to the relationship. And when you're able to allow individuals to agree, or I say to be able to discuss and reconcile or to collaborate, right? Collaboration is creating a win-win situation for each other. When we're able to provide an environment that is a win-win situation for each other, we're now able to then be confident and comfortable providing a safe space for that individual, for each other, that we can now um, help our partners to feel um, feel safe and secure, right? Once we're able to do that, fulfill the safety need, then the 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 relationship advances, or we say evolves into a level of loving and belonging. This need is then fulfilled at the loving and belonging need, right? So now we have the physiological needs, we have the space, we have established a safe space for the relationship where each other can exchange feelings and thoughts with each other. We've now working on fulfilling the, the, the emotional needs by working on our emotional vocabulary. So when your partner is sharing with you on an emotional level, you can then connect. I know that when I give examples of when I was in a relationship, when I was married and and how those emotional connections, I couldn't connect. You know, the operator would say, sir, I'm sorry, but that emotional connection cannot go through. You've been emotionally numb for the last 20 years. So those circuits that your partner, your family, you're trying to access, your children, 
are trying to access needs to be recharged or energized so that the connection can accurately go through. And this also includes, watch this, filing the miss um the misassigned emotions, right? So what I mean by that? So you've had an experience where you were feeling inadequate, but because you did not properly assign that experience as you feeling inadequate, it's now placed in the mad files or sad files, right? But this particular incident, this particular activity, this particular situation should have been filed in the inadequate section of your emotions. And therefore, when your partner comes to you, right, and they're expressing to you a level of inadequacy, you can then go to that file reference that moment and then you experience a level of closeness that is out of this world now that you have practiced that you have been consistent that you have displayed this ability to commit to have a commitment to reach to establishing the physiological needs, that you've experienced these, the commitment to your partner's safety needs and your partner's doing it in a reciprocal fashion, then you have you've shown the commitment to helping your partner feel a sense of loving and belonging. What happens the next level, right, is you begin to feel good about your relationship. You begin to feel good about your marriage. You begin to feel good about your interactions with your partner, right? And then when we go to self-actualization, right? We begin to, our the relationship begin to achieve its fullest potential. And then we can go um, to, which includes what it says, creative activities. Where we can go to the mall, where we can go to... Where we want to go, we can go to a theater, we can go to a, a, a play, a concert, we can go pickle, pickle plucking, pickle plucking on Pilsner in a public place provided with the P. And <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, because <laughs> we spend so much, we spend time down at the lowest level, we can't even laugh at the fact that this person just tried to bring up a, a unique moment, pickle plucking Pilsner privately in a place, pumping, right? Now, you know what I'm saying? Now we got to a place. Now we're doing some other pee doing it, right? And you've created this moment. But because, again, going back down to ensuring that these, that these physiological needs are met and all of the levels of the relationship have been met, we can now laugh, have fun about this new, emo new moment that we've created. 
And so as we now look at Maslow's hierarchy needs and the needs for the relationship, I'm gonna right now I'm gonna align those with our um, intimacy levels, right? Because intimacy is a level of commitment. So cognitive level, cognitive intimacy, again, which is exchanging thoughts. That allows you to um, create a cognitive intimacy, exchanging thoughts within one another, right? The, the, the relationship is now at the cognitive intimacy level, which is the lowest level, right? Now that you've shown that commitment to that cognitive, experiencing that cognitive intimate exchange with your partner, you then advance, right? You then evolve to the feeling of loving and belonging on Maslow's hierarchy of needs and, and begin to develop an emotional intimate connection. And that happens because we've had a same space We've exchanged thoughts one with another in a reciprocal fashion. And we've also created a sense of loving and belonging through that emotional, intimate exchange. Guess what happened as you evolve, as the relationship evolves? You begin to feel good about your partner when you see him, you're having a great time. And then guess what happens? The commitment in that relationship in a reciprocal fashion evolves up to the sexual intimate relationship, right? So as you can see, that sexual intimacy is at the top of the 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 Maslow's hierarchy. And so in a relationship, one of the reasons why marriages um often that one out of four couples are in a sexless marriage, the reason that that happens is because there is no safety need that is fulfilled, there is no level, level of belonging, of loving and belonging established in a relationship and each other does not feel good about one another. And therefore, the sexual intimate that they desire has gone unfulfilled for far too long. And as a result, because everyone has their own number in their mind, what's your number? Like there's a saying, everyone has, has a price. Everyone has a number. You can only, again, they say you, the person can only, um, they only have seven no's, right? <laughs> That's why when you ask your mom, your mom say no, ask again, no, no, no. And at the seventh time you ask your mom, can you go to the mall? The answer more likely will be yes. Go ahead, boy. Leave me alone. Because individuals have a limited number of no's. Therefore, right? We want to make sure that we have fulfilling relationships. So as we wrap up in this discussion, we want to make sure as we look into Maslow's hierarchy of needs that we are providing that, that, that safe space where we can have the conversation at a cognitive exchanging thought level where we can work together and collaborate on meeting our physiological needs in the relationship. Not just individual selves, because in each individual is able to fulfill those needs by themselves, right? But the relationship, how does the relationship physiological needs get met? Do those things in that, in that fashion. And as we begin to provide the safety needs, feeling of love and longing, 
And this theme needs we continue to have fulfilling relationships. Watch this in a reciprocal fashion. Right? This is your host, Chad Franklin. And we are going through the ways in which um, intimate relationships evolve. And this has been a, it's a moment of so that we can begin to reduce the number of marriages that, um, that end in divorce on an annual basis. And, and, and this is our, this is our quest. This is our, our focus. This is what we're wanting to do. All right. So we're going to wrap up here. Um, tune in next week or tune in on Friday for next, another episode of Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, the podcast redefining a conversation around intimacy. Yes, in a world where connections often feel superficial, we dive deep, exploring the layers of what it truly means to be intimate. This isn't just another love talk. It's a groundbreaking journey through intimacies, cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual aspects. In each episode, we peel back the layers of myths and truths, engaging with experts, sharing real life stories, and uncovering insights that challenge everything you thought you knew about intimacies and relationships. Whether you're navigating the complexity of love, seeking deeper connection, or just curious about the unspoken intimacies of human bonds, Yes, that's right. Intimate connection, intimate discoveries is your guide through the maze of modern relationships. Tune in Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 4 p.m. as we unravel the secrets to truly meaningful connections. Intimate discoveries, unveiling connections where every episode is a step closer to understanding the heart and soul of experiencing meaningful relationships. This is Chad Franklin, your host. Remember, the sky is the limit. Don't stop at the moon. Champ Frank out.